I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Welcome to Mint Views after the Diwali break. As news came in on Diwali night, the dreaded chief of the Islamic State, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, the self-styled caliph of a global caliphate in their view, was killed in a US raid somewhere on the Turkish border in, north, in northwestern Syria. We only have America's word for it. but. As it turns out, as America is saying, the man blew himself up along with his three children. Uh, he was, of course, a dreaded and dangerous man. Now, the question is, does this, the killing of Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, spell the end of a virulent and extremist form of ideology that was threatening the world? Is this the end? That's the question we'll debate today. Uh, what do you think, Shrija? Baghdadi is definitely very important given that he was considered to be the head of the Hydra of the foundation. But uh, this doesn't necessarily mean that it's an end of the ISIS movement. If you see the condition of the states in, in terms of the governance, in terms of the economy, in terms of the internal civil strife that's constantly happening, people out there are very easily um, you know, disenchanted or disenfranchised, which kind of makes them, you know, veer towards this, um, this caliphate or this ideology which promises a, a heaven or a sort of a, a luxury for them. You mean this movement is probably likely to survive uh, because it's an ideology which may or may not actually need a central figurehead, you think, mm -hmm. a caliph himself, mm -hmm. which of course was absurd. Anyway, what do you think, uh, Anand? Are, are we seeing the end of IS at the end of this problem on the whole? I think she is right that this might have become a self-propelling machinery mm -hmm. and you ne don't necessarily need a head to be operating because after all, when Bin Laden was killed, we thought that uh, you know that would be the end of his organization but there have been threats that have emerged after that as well. But what I'm more concerned about is the impact this would have on India. Mm -hmm. And in India, I think there there have been intelligence inputs that uh, there is possibly the presence of ISIS in some of the states. We've seen some youth from Kerala getting swayed by ISIS ideology. We've given the sensitivity of these particular states and uh, the kind of threats that India faces. I think we need to be on a high alert for a prolonged time to ensure that they don't re-emerge. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, the numbers are minuscule, I think. The Kerala numbers are just a handful. And uh, we don't have evidence of a surge towards uh, IS in any sense. What do you think, Srijay? That's correct, uh, Arish. Uh, in any case, uh, the numbers uh, that have actually gone on to join uh, the, I the ISIS from India have been very small. Besides, I think it's a very, very uh, lethal blow uh, to this uh, entire organization itself. 
you see for any movement to sustain you actually need uh, a very charismatic leader as well as uh, the strength of financial resources which the isis now has lost uh, in in the form of its head being killed and it has lost control over uh, several oil wells that it had gone to capture during its heydays so to that extent i think it may not have been eliminated totally but they will take a long long time if at all to regroup once again well the interesting thing is that the horrors the sheer horrors committed by this group is uh, have thoroughly discredited this particular group as representative of uh, the islamic world in general the ideology is islamist rather than islamic and uh, as a result i have a feeling that their actual support base worldwide is been rapidly falling and but on the other hand there will always be extreme forms of thought on radicalized sides of the spectrum which could possibly uh, create dangers which is what we need to watch out for the uh, organization has taken even some roots in india then just the elimination of the head won't really uh change the scenario on the ground over here the thinking that went behind isis or is uh may mutate and find itself emerge or express itself in new forms in different parts of the world hopefully not in india uh we do have to keep watch uh the death of a charismatic leader while it's a severe blow to the organization will it completely eliminate the problem most certainly not does it reduce the threat it's it certainly does uh where the threat level currently lies is probably in the hands of those who have to fight against the very ideology and that's what we hope should happen thank you this was a live mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast i'm any apple and i'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising April on your favorite podcast app.